0: gotta be slim to be a pop star nowadays who's slim jesus christ jesus christ is slim (laughs) man okay so
1: you've been in contact with makilla
0: uh a representative representing makilla's estate
1: okay that's right
0: one of his lawyers one of his lawyers yeah right because you know something about getting
1: his soul made rot in putrid
0: hell (laughs) (laughs) Uh, something about like because we posted a song on our skinny page oh you've you've heard it right yeah yeah what is it? Genting for Jesus. Genting for Jesus. Yeah.
1: So we posted that and all of a sudden like our shit just started blowing up. Blowing up. All of a sudden it was just like, you know, all these profanities were coming through saying mm-hmm. like bitches and hoes. And we're like, we haven't heard this kind of language in a long time. Mm-hmm.
0: Like this is coming from beyond the grave. Not since a uh, certain local Colton rapper yes. used to frequent our show. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so Mike's going to be in contact with uh, with some representatives, and we're going to see what's going to happen. We're going see what happens with, with
0: that. I, I really don't know what's going on, but... Uh, the Makilla estate? The Makilla, the, 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 legally, it's the representatives uh, representing the estate of uh, Chandler McKillah Buchanan. That's <laughs>
1: right. I forgot that was his full name. <laughs> yeah. And the, Mrs. And the missus. And yeah, the
0: missus, of course. Yeah. The dear left behind wife. Yes. So, oh. here. Hey, we're here. It's time to party because it's the end of the goddamn year. Yay! Literally, as you know, as we're, as, as we're recording this, but you know, for you guys, it's like January fourth or whatever.
1: Yeah, and we're we're uh, sitting here New Year's Eve, technically, mm-hmm. and it's a perfect time mm-hmm. to bring up our best songs Good of God. the year.
0: This is probably my favorite after the best albums of the of year, of course, because there's always like such explanation and meaning behind these songs and it's a lot more emotional and you know you know we've listened to a lot of music this past year and we we had to and handpicking 12 from each of us is is no easy task very difficult very difficult and this
1: year has been highs and lows and i don't know both musically and personally correct so if you if you talk to mike somewhere uh pre May, mm-hmm. you would get a very different 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 list. I'm sure, right? Coming from from what music was. What, so was my available. 11
0: through one is all de- uh, Death Cab for Cuties, Kensugi. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh,
1: but May through December, Mike. Yeah, things have
0: changed. Things have changed. Still a lot of highs and lows. Well, there's still a lot of lows. Yeah. Because uh,
1: that's still going on. You know why but, not? You know, eventually things will be finalized.
0: This is a new chapter in my life, and I think my song list will represent that. Aha. Uh, you know. So you know, will there be
1: an arc, you think?
0: Um,
1: I guess we'll find out. I guess we will find out. It's all like death and destruction at the beginning, <laughs> and all happy and hopeful at the end.
0: So my number 12 is the best song from January. <laughs> other, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would have been cute. Best songs to listen
1: to in the closet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: while your, While your best friends try to... Stop you from killing yourself. Mm. Number now on to number eleven. <laughs> yeah, so uh, today <laughs> on today's episode, <laughs> on today's episode, we're going to be going through our because you know we have so much to talk about. You know, twelve songs between the both of us. That's going to take up way too much time, man. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our twelve, top, our number twelve through number seven. And you have to tune in to the show next week, folks, to get our top six songs for of the year. But these are our the mixtape of 2015 as, as according to Adam and according yes. to Mike. So uh listen
1: back to whatever episode it was at this time last year when we had our mixtape of 2014. Mm-hmm. Some great songs on there of course.
0: Um your favorite song of the of last year was, was
1: Get Hurt by but, the Gaslight Anthem.
0: Of course it was. But for it you
1: it was number 2.
0: Which Yes, my number 2 know, song. Yeah.
1: In hindsight I can forgive you for that. At the <laughs> time I wasn't so sure I could forgive you for that.
0: Right. For not You were a little like what? <laughs> well,
1: I got it. I got it kind of at that time. Yeah. That you and the misses were having uh,
0: shenanigans going a boot. Mm-hmm. Um, but but still, my number one song was "Better Homes and Gardens" by. Oh, sorry. Take it yes. back, Sunday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I forgot to mention that. <laughs> uh, that's the
1: song about Adam Lazara getting his heart trampled on and crushed by his literally trampled. his his uh, ex-wife. And uh, Mike, for some reason, really identified with that song.
0: It's also a really, 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 really good song. It is. To it's be fair. <laughs> it's a good
1: song. But then again, Get Hurt could have been just as I came to get destroying. It
0: hurt. Yeah. It is Both both songs are they hit me at just the right wrong time, you know?
1: So what do you think? Do you think our the our our top one and two this year will be will be uh Getting your heart trampled on, you know. You death always, you know. I I, I,
0: I, knew like Gaslight Anthem would make like your top three. At least mm-hmm. Get Hurt would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very. Yeah, if you've
1: ever listened to a song for the first time and you're laying on a bed and you literally feel yourself melt into a bed, that was exactly what I felt like the first time I heard Get Hurt. Yes, that is an amazing <laughs> album. So there was no reason for that song not to be <laughs> no, my number one. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm gonna say right off the top that a lot of my songs are pretty predictable. Uh, predictable. Okay. yeah I mean uh, you could probably guess like what some of these some of these songs were gonna be ahead of time, but you know placement's gonna be kind of yes. here and there, but uh, placement i have important. i'm like really excited when we tune in next week on the, on the next week's show uh what your like top five songs are gonna mm. be man. i like, I'm
1: excited too because I feel the most
0: passionate about those songs good, good, and that's that's the way it should be yeah like I said, I mean, these are great songs, the ones I'm picking as well. I think you will agree that they are great songs but uh, like i said they're they are pretty predictable, I and mean, you know a lot of them you know some of these are kind of like like, oh yeah, that makes sense because of his personal life, but you know a lot of a lot of them are like, oh, that's just a great song and i <laughs> yes. I, I understand why he put that there okay cool man. so
1: I had to um i had eighty five songs to start yes eighty five I listened to all eighty five of them in a row i deleted the ones that just didn't jump out to me right away so i went from 85 down to 60 and then i listened to all 60 That's quite again. a purge by the way yeah i know <laughs> so then from 60 down to 40
0: okay so another 20 gone at that point for round from round two i remember i remember you knocked them off pretty fast last year as well
1: for round three, it went from 40 down to 27. Ooh. And then I was like, okay, now it's getting tough. Tightening it up a little. And then I remember looking at the list of those 27 and just being like, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> and then from round, what was that, for round four. So going into round five, I went from 27 down to 21. Oh, ooh. wow. <laughs> so I was like, okay, now it's getting even more tough. Next round was round six. It's like giving your children up for adoption. I know. It went from 21 down to 16. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sixteen is fair. I can do this. I can do and this. then I took two solid weeks off from listening to any of these songs, up until Monday of this week. Ooh! So that was when I said, okay, well, I at least got to give a shout out to numbers thirteen through sixteen. Okay.
0: Before I get into you were the telling me when we went to dinner uh, this evening that uh, you're twelve through what ten? You said, or right? Still up in the air. Ten
1: through twelve are are going to be different than what I put down on the paper here. Okay. <laughs> so they've literally changed overnight, okay. the order cool. of these ones. But I'm going to first do a shout-out. Now, 13 through 16, I can honestly say, are not in any particular order. Like, I wouldn't say one song is better than another They're song. They're all your number 13. It's just, I, I focus heavily on the order for 1 through 12. 13 through 16, I'm just like, I can't waste any more mental energy mm-hmm. on this. So, number 16, shout-out, The Wonder Years. Stained glass
0: ceilings ceilings. Number Number 16 Great song Just not my favorite Also featuring Mr. Jared uh, Jason Butler Jason Butler Friend of the show
1: (laughs) Number 15 The song Alone From the band New Year's Day
0: Oh okay Track 3
1: Yes I know I'm not playing it right now But Go back and listen to it. Great fucking song. Definitely the standout on that album. Probably one out of the
0: only good songs off that album.
1: <laughs> there was a handful of good <laughs> songs. I gave it a lot of them. Um, and that band is getting a lot of uh, press these days from Alternative Press readers' polls. That's right, yeah. So that's good for them. Like Best
0: uh, underrated band, I think. Most they want. underrated band. Yeah. And
1: band most likely to blow up soon or make it that's, big soon. That's fair. So it's like, cool. God damn, she's hot. Though. People like hot
0: watched, lead singers. Oh,
1: I watched an interview with them And she did most of the talking, which was great. (laughs) Man, she's smoking. Anyway, Alone is a great song. And then there was a lot of songs from this particular album. Um, But these two did not make the top 12. And that would be uh, for number 14, number 13 from Skylit Drive. I'll be. We will find <laughs> no, a way. That was definitely not on the list. Yes. But I'll Sleep When I'm Dead oh. at number 14, Bring Me a War, number
0: 13. Mm, okay. so those
1: four tracks
0: right there were my honorable mentions. I can tell you that uh, Sleep When I'm Dead or Sleep When You're Dead, whatever the title name is, it uh, almost made my ch- uh, top 12. But lyrically, the song doesn't do anything for me. Both of those
1: songs... Repeat themselves yes, too much. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I, that's why they ended up dropping. So
0: even though they're super fun to listen to, they yes. get my, they get my they get my blood boiling, and yes. you know all that a great good opener, jazz.
1: would have been a, probably a better closer mm-hmm. <laughs> to have when I, I'll sleep when I'm dead.
0: Awesome, man. So even you, like, you just admitted that your twelve through ten is reshuffling. So yes. let me know what your number twelve is. My number twelve, and
1: this is my final.
0: Number twelve is this definitive. It's going on the internet.
1: There. It's on the internet. I'm going to double click on the song <laughs> right now. But wait, I have to scroll down a second here. <laughs> I Technology hate sucks. Having
0: this problem. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is a uh, man overboard. This is the uh, fuck. Is the opening track?
1: This is track number two. Oh, track Cause two. Remember, track number one was the only
0: one on this album I didn't like. Oh, that's right. Yes,
1: but. If the album Border started line. with this, yeah, it would have been a much better this has album. A,
0: this has such a great chorus.
1: This is there's so many great choruses on this. Oh yeah,
0: fantastic, album. man. Um,
1: it's so freaking hooky. It's so it freaking happy. It's poppy. Um, it's at the lower end of my list just due to the
0: simplicity. Of it. Very simple pop-punk chords. You'll
1: find out as I move forward that things definitely got more complicated. Uh, and the more I listen to it, the more you hear the double vocals. Yeah, even the dual the dudes, vocals
0: are really uh, doing really well in this song, too.
1: Even though the two dudes sound very similar, yeah. if you listen closely, you can tell.
0: Yeah, they have different, slightly different cadences.
1: And they look very different like Yeah, you watch <laughs> the videos do. for them. One is like a total like bro guy. And, <laughs> and the other one is like Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> that little wiener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. So this track just always threw me into the album really well. And the album just carries on from eleven from 2 through uh, 12 here. Yeah, this is a um, great
0: song to set the pace for the rest yeah. of the album too. Because it all, all states about this moderate pace too. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and then like the next four tracks are all... All just as good, but I always would go back to borderline yeah. as being the best
0: out of the best on this album, yeah, like,
1: definitely my favorite song
0: it is on a this wonderful album. one and and speaking of uh, best of the album, you did not restrict yourself from like one song an album. I know should s- tell you guys right off the bat that I restricted myself for one song per album uh, I did so because I wanted to give more albums a chance to be on the list
1: I only have. Two tracks that
0: overlap that made your list. Yes. Okay. Cool. From the same artist. That's awesome, man. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Borderline, uh, Man Overboard. Not a single. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, but it was uh, a single. Oh, it was. This was single number one. Yeah. Oh, really? They got a video and everything. Oh, wonderful. Uh, how many singles do I have on my list? Uh, let's see. Uh, one. I have one single. Huh? Oh, no, I think I have two vocals love it. myself free The fact that they can write hooks as consistently This is like what their fifth album? This is album number four. Four. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they just keep knocking it out of the park. They're such great songwriters. There's
1: only one other band that can consistently write good hooks. Mm-hmm. and I'll get to them in a minute. Oh my but let's
0: hear what Mike's number 12 okay. is: My number 12 is going to be a controversial one. Ooh. at least in this room. Uh, because, oh, God. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the album that this uh, song appears on made Adam's worst <laughs> records of the year.
1: Worst record of the year? Like the, uh, the
0: worst? Not the worst, okay. but a worst One record of the, of the year. Uh, it's the closing track, Aww. actually, to Secretions <laughs> by Garfunkel and Oates. And uh, it's, it's called I Get to Do It With You and it's a it's not like a jokey song, even though there are some jokes in it
1: there wasn't a lot of jokey songs on re-listens. <laughs> I guess but. i wasn't huh
0: uh, but it's a really cute song that like it, it's a really cute song that just talks about how how elated you feel when you find new love and and you know, and I have a soft oh, spot.
1: isn't it nice to be going through that in your real Fuck life? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've, I, I've always dip had... It. I'll dip or do it with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I've always had a soft spot for, like, really corny love songs. And I said this even last year on my top... Know. Yeah, I top, top uh, songs of the year, but... Th- this is actually like one of the most memorable love songs I could because you know it it, it is a little juke it was a little jokey, it's got a nice little hook that repeats itself and you know in the chord it's just a nice and simple little mand- uh, mand- mandarin mandolin guitar it's, it's ukulele, or, uh, ukulele my, my mistake it's not mandolin not nah, no I'm giving you my heart it, it's it's kind of like a great way to uh, you know uh, to end the record as well in my opinion I know this was your worst one of your really worst it was a long record it was and by
1: the time this one came around I was <laughs> I don't so give a shit <laughs> <done>.
0: <laughs> so yeah a little controversial for this one but like I had I to throw this one in there because I I, I really enjoyed the songs the songs would stand out when I listened to this album um, you know I'm, I'm not so harsh on this album it was an honorable mention for me uh, but uh, uh, you know, it's it's cute. It's, it's, adorable. it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's adorable. It's gonna it's gonna stay with me. And you know, regardless of what happens in my personal life, this is a good song that I like to listen.
1: And you know, to. Kate Micucci, she was on that show, um, the thing on Fox, where um, they have a raising hope. Okay. And she plays like the daycare provider, and she would be playing her little songs for the kids. Oh, really? No, actually, she was a Pet sitter, and then they had they took the baby to, to her as well because she was the only one that could yeah. watch the baby while they worked, and she would like play cute little hokey songs on her ukulele. Aww. before I knew anything about Garfunkel and Oates, right? So, um, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but this song sounds like it would have been one of those ones that she's singing for probably the is. And the, yeah, and the little kid. So it,
0: it's adorable. If yeah, we were a joy I'd r two d to it with oh, you. Come on. <laughs> Shut up that's about that's Such pandering. It is pandering. <laughs> it is pandering, and it's cute. And I have a, I have, I have a weakness. It's, it's, it's a problem, really, for, uh, <laughs> for cheesy love for songs.
1: Adorable girls
0: with yeah. ukuleles. So number twelve, Garfunkel notes. Uh, I get yes. to do it with you. Got it. Okay. Also, so the title of the song is kind of like an innuendo. So whatever. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. <laughs> but I was wrong.
1: Anyway. Um, So my number 11 comes from one of my favorite albums of the year Of Mm -hmm. course uh, An album that I really struggled to pick out a favorite song Because again, there was like five freaking songs on this album That I really, really liked But when it all came down to it The best one out of all five of those As much as I listened to it Was The Closer
0: Ah, from The uh, uh, Hour Last Night Don't know the name of the song Barricades. Barricades. Yeah, awesome choice. This
1: is such an incredible closer coming out of how awesome the album was. Yes. You know? Um, I mean, I know I played Prisoners when I talked about this album on my best ofs, which is a great opener. Mm -hmm. But then you, like, just, again, hooky chorus after hooky chorus after hooky chorus, throw in this Unforgotten Souls, Mm -hmm. the Forgotten Souls song, which really fucked up the album. Um, (laughs) Right. But then, like that song fades away because it's all like soft and and bland and depressing, yes. and then it just pops right. Every mistake you do bring Oh man, it just like hooks you right in.
0: Yeah, and the chorus is like big and bombastic. It's like, it's like a great stadium song.
1: I don't know how this band keeps on writing such awesome choruses. I know. The more I go back and listen to their old stuff, it's just like it's so consistent.
0: Yeah, they're they're just great a songwriters. Band.
1: It's a very positive song. Very positive. (laughs) (laughs) Even when I went and listened or read all the lyrics and the screaming vocals, and it's just like, we gotta get
0: things right and do things well. You are strong, and we're all great. Stay drug free and listen to your parents. (laughs) They just want to take care of you. Yeah, they, they they have they do have this kind of like hope core. Undertone yeah, to the band, yeah, but so much but, better than the color morale. Yeah, and it's other true. Hopecore bands, yeah. I guess. Yeah, our last night is 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 a D-I- D- uh, DIY band, and they do it right. You know, they just they just they just know how to take good care of their band and take good care of their songs and continue to write great music. And oh, I I see nothing but like great things for their future. And
1: the more you, you hear this chorus, the more it just like gets stuck in yeah. your head in a good way, not in a bad way. Is it then? Is it coming up right here? The break. After this chorus, I believe. Yeah. And then it fades out, and then they kind of do an homage to the whole album. Yeah. Which, which threw me what, off at first. What
0: better way to, you know, end an album than by, you know, you know kind paying of reminding you what
1: you've already heard? Yeah, exactly. But right? then at the same time. Do you guys remember
0: 15 minutes ago?
1: Because, <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's such a good song, and you're like, wait, it's only 2 minutes and 20 seconds in, and what's going on here? Oh. Oh. Oh, and then they go back to track six. back
0: to younger dreams. So I know, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful.
1: And then the way that they can kind of medley all the different songs of yeah. the album in, and you're like, oh, well, you know, now you know it's all the same chord progressions for the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all so in the same. You know the, so now you know the
0: guitarist <laughs> didn't do any work. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: But this album, I think it was definitely overlooked by a lot of people.
0: I'd say so. Um, it's, it's definitely uh, it's definitely something that's slipped under the radar for a lot of like major mu- uh, music outlets. There,
1: no mention of them at the APMA's, even though this band's on Warp Tour.
0: And I think I, have, I think of I, have, I have a feeling it's because they're DIY. They just don't have the label sponsorship to in order to get their album pushed out there.
1: Is, back. Oh, sorry, that was track six again. Fact check six. Yeah. Um, yeah, Diamonds was another great song for mm-hmm. this album. But, um, yeah, I was really, really happy with this song. And it was definitely the one that just summed up everything. So it was like, it's got to be the one that makes my list. Yeah. Because it's almost like it throws every single song into it. And it has an incredible chorus. Yeah,
0: it's, just a, it's a well-rounded, good song. And it complements... The great uh, Opener, too, you know an opener is nothing without a great closer, yes, you know, so yeah, great album, great album, great song, good choice all right, so I'm ready for your okay, number so my 11. number eleven is you know just like how I have a, a a soft spot for cheesy love songs, I also have a soft spot for really good covers Ooh. and uh, this year got and gave us a really good cover by again a band that made your worst. List. Of the year. Oh god. <laughs> Go Milo green. Going back to the uh, controversy. Uh, it's a really it's actually a really short song. We just talked about well, uh Census Failed census covering, fail covering Man, Man Overboard, Overboard with their very first song technically called Real yeah. Talk. I love this, this song. This is a great song. This, this is a cover. great cover. It's a cover that homages the original song but inserts its own flavor into it and this is the way cover should be made. You know, one
1: minute and forty five seconds. One minute forty
0: eight seconds, yes. <laughs> it's a wonderfully uh fantastic song. Even lyrically, it's great and lyrically speaking too, it like And great course. We're just different people. Yeah. It and, and lyrically too, it hits me in the feels because it, you know, dealt a lot with like you know, just sometimes two people just don't belong together, and just yeah. that's just the reality. The that's just the reality of it sometimes, well, you know? Does that happen in life? Sometimes. Okay. Some I've heard. I've heard rumors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: sometimes I feel
1: Senses Fail just copped out by choosing the shortest song to cover. Uh,
0: well, you know what? To be fair, Man Overboard did the same thing with one of Senses Fail's shortest songs. When they yeah. covered it on the Split P, but it
1: wasn't one minute and forty eight. It was like two minutes eighteen seconds.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. Uh, yes, this is a fantastic cover. Uh, Census Fail did a great job. This is like the only like quote unquote Census Fail song of the year, really. You know, because they they're doing their own thing now. Yeah. Uh, what, what else did I want to say? Um, also, lyrically, like it's a great song that deals with like both denial and acceptance at the same time. It's a it's it's a, it's a fantastic breakup song. So, and, and with the glimmer of hope in it, you know, just like my 2005, 15,
1: 15. yeah, <laughs> five was a promising year. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my. Yeah. It was a great, um, well, it's not definitely, it, that is definitely not my favorite man overboard album.
0: Mm-hmm. It's um, their first one. Uh, yeah. What was it called? It's it called real talk. It's called real yeah. talk.
1: Um, yeah, there's, there's some good tracks on there, but definitely as soon as they're self-titled hits and then. Heart attack, and of
0: course, heavy. Yeah, that's up. when they become a different band at that point. Yeah, man, yeah. But Real Talk great. is one of my favorite uh, Man Overboard songs, too. It's just a fantastic song. It's well written, mm-hmm. well sung, you know, well sung by the original and by the cover. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fantastic song. And I've, yeah. been, I've been humming it in my head, like, all year, wow. ever since I've been, ever since I heard it. It's just fantastic.
1: Did you get introduced to Man Overboard this year?
0: Yeah, technically, well, I've heard of them, but, mm-hmm. like, I've only been interested in listening to them because of the split EP. Ah, yeah. Well,
1: thank you, Buddy Nielsen. For thank reading. you, Buddy. You did something right for Adam today. And overboard into our <laughs> lives. It's the one thing he did right this oh. year. Oh.
0: Oh. No, hey, he man. Did, he, used, he did a lot for the cause. Hey, man. He used to want to die, but now he believes. <laughs> Not in a distant God, but the love <laughs> he found in me. <laughs> okay.
1: So. <laughs> number 10. Number 10 for me. Now, remember, my 10 through 12 changed a lot. Yes. This, this particular song was going to be number 12. Ooh. But. That's that's quite a jump. It is the only song out of all these times that I've been keeping track of this is that I've sent this type of song into my top 12. So Mm. through all of the rounds, I kept on saying, there's a part of this song that does not mean it should stick into my top 12. Okay. Eventually, I'm going to let it go. Eventually, I'm going to let it go. But every time I listened to it, I enjoyed it greatly. Okay. Um, The music, the words, the concept... um, the feeling behind it. Um, and it's by a little band from Canada. Oh, my. But it's probably not the one you're thinking of, Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this fucking song. This is the distance between you and me is longer than the title of this song. And as you see on my iTunes,
1: then the dot, dot, dot. Yes. Because it keeps
0: on going. Uh, this is my Canadian softball. A. Yes. Oh my God! What a fantastic choice.
1: This song. (laughs) The words. Pokemon. Everything. Just sing it, Mike. Like that. Pacing metaphorically through the Midwest.
0: Grounds like.
1: The (laughs) bottom of the ocean.
0: Silver fox. (laughs) I forgot to turn in my homework. homework.
1: The summer came to, to an end,
0: end and when, when the, the autumn, autumn leaves fell, fell
1: on the winter, winter grass That is three seasons covered in one line Good God, <laughs>
0: you lyrical
1: genius Everything about the lyrics Pacing metaphorically through the Midwest yes. Do you know how fucking funny that is? That's so good That is so good Because <laughs>
0: every pop punk East Coast yes. asshole Who can't write a song That's all they do <laughs> I've heard so many songs
1: discussing A, the weather, yes. B, the seasons. <laughs> also, homework is very important to some of these bands. And there's another line in here about... All remember, the time that's gone by! Oh, okay, it's coming up. It's Will coming you, up. Use... When he talks about hand. behind our school, yeah. across from my parents' house... <laughs>
0: across from my parents' house my parents' house behind Behind our our school school. our school (laughs) this is a great parody this is this like everything about this is perfect (laughs) and not to mention like the most genius bridge yes (laughs) this is like what emo used to be like back in like the late 90s like when emo like first became a thing
1: because then he throws in the most emo of all lyrics. Yes. From one Jaden Smith. If new born babies
0: could speak, <laughs> it would be the most intelligent Oh, place. man. Do you remember when we uh, on the plate of this album? I do. And we oh, went gaga over this song. Yes. This song is amazing. <laughs> it's definitely like one of the highlights of this whole album.
1: I only apply to the Sixth Amendment.
0: <laughs> the Unlawful Search and Seizure?
1: Yes. Yeah. Or it's cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> That's what it Actually. is, right? <laughs> <laughs> or in our soil. Or in our water. So please listen to this song. It was really difficult to choose <laughs> which one was better. Yeah. Take It Easy yeah. Core oh. or this song. But yeah. Take It Easy Core got dropped uh, in one of the earlier
0: rounds. Yeah, this this song is funny no matter who you show it to. Take It Easy Core, I feel like, it's only funny if you know Easy Core fans. The next you know? time I go
1: to the Midwest, I want to be able to say... <laughs> Pacing when metaphor. somebody says, where are you? Pacing metaphorically through the Midwest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> defend <pop> punk. <laughs> oh, fantastic.
1: How can mirrors be real if,
0: if our, our eyes, eyes aren't are real, real, real? Oh, that's the this. question of our generation.
1: Real. There's so much angst. Oh, in the in angst, lyrics. it bleeds.
0: Okay. Oh, fantastic choice, man. <laughs> so again, that's the distance between you and me is longer than the title, the title of this song. Of this song.
1: By Canadian <laughs> Softball, a.k.a. AKA Jared,
0: Jared Alangi. Good on you, Jared Alangi. It's been your year. It has
1: been. You made my top ten.
0: Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> and he went to war, and he, it was a correspondent on a war tour.
1: I know. Just like us. And you've done plenty of things without contacting us. Yeah, man. I've tried to contact you many times.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You, did, you submitted a lyric. I
1: submitted lyrics for all of the genres that did not yes. get picked up. Uh, I posted on his Facebook things often. Never to get a like.
0: Come on, man. We're fellow people in the music end. I know, but he doesn't know that Whatever. yet. Whatever. Anyway, not a friend of the show yet. Mike's okay, so number 10. Number 10. Uh, this comes from an album that is highly regarded on my, uh, uh, both yours and my top uh, albums of the top year. Tens. Uh, yes, actually, we heard the song live Ooh. not too long ago. I wasn't sure that this band was going to play this song live, Ooh. but I was so happy when they did. Dance Gavin Dance Yes With Variation Probably my f- No it's definitely My favorite song Off of this album This was track 10 Track 10 Okay yes. Oh it's it's, it's it's one of the most Unique songs that they've written uh, Particularly also In the chorus When both the clean vocalist Tillian Pearson And the screamer John Mess You know Sing together oh And God. they do this they, they do this awesome Clean dirty uh, med- med- Medley or something It's, it's amazing and they did that live and it went off without a hitch and it was amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. The fucking
1: show was great. We didn't get to like share anything about the show I with I know cuz we had to do the this audience. show. Yeah. It was like a fabulous show. That was from the moment we walked in until the moment we left. Oh my god, yes. When <laughs> we well, met a All drug the drug addict. Through, we met a drug addict.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dance Gavin Dance 10th anniversary uh, concert is oh, that's going to stick with me forever. That's one of the most amazing concerts I've ever been to. But yeah, they played this song live and it's this song is, this song was an immediate standout when I first listened to this album back in what April I believe
1: yeah it came out yeah. in April
0: and yeah it's the, the, the um, what do you call it the dynamic between the two singers I mean they're doing it right now like mm. screaming over the uh, harmonizing oh it's so good and yeah it, you can. They, they've matured as songwriters like through mm. their what is it sixth album now yeah sixth album yeah. and uh, oh my god they're just gonna keep getting better and better and I this really co- hope so. This damn good chorus. This chorus is great. It's amazing. I know the feeling because I can't keep my mind
2: open now.
1: Man, I, I had such a good time, like, not really participating in the mosh pit, but still participating in the mosh, yeah. mosh pit, because anytime John Mess screamed. Everybody went fucking nuts, I know. and then I would I would just like get into the middle of it, especially moved. during that part. I can vaguely, I could remember because we had lost each other by that. We point. did, yes, okay.
0: Yeah, so. th- like he, whenever he was on stage, like he just emits this presence, and people just. I mean, he's not even like a glamorous yeah, kind of dude. He's, he's, a he's, a just, like, he's just a schlub. Yeah. yeah, he's just a whatever schlub stoner bro, <laughs> right? Whatever, and like
1: <laughs> he's starting to lose his hair in the bastard. <laughs> he too. kind of is,
0: yeah. but so every time he was on stage and singing, like especially during this chorus, was. Oh, some of the best energy of that night, and he emits that energy through the song. It's great, and Tillian Pearson's great as well. He's just oh one gosh. of the best singers of today's forgotten
1: scene. How great he was
0: live! Oh yeah, he's over so we there, and
1: oh, so hot! Yeah, so fucking. Hot. He is so fucking attractive. <laughs> it's so funny because when you listen to our, our our best ofs album and we talk about going to the show, yeah. like the things that we made fun of, and yeah. we talked about actually kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll talk about that another day. But. Whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, fantastic. Variation from Dance Gavin Dance off of their latest album. What track number was this again? 10? Um, I believe it's 10.
1: Okay. I knew it was towards the end of the yeah. album.
0: Yeah. It, 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 it rounds out the end of the album. But yeah. the, the album overall is fantastic. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it at that. Leave it like another minute to seep in. So okay. let's go to Adam's number nine. My
1: number nine comes from... The album I listened to the most this year. (laughs) The album that definitely scared me. Scared me because of my reaction to it. Oh boy. Scared me because of what's going to become of me. (laughs) Now that this particular song has entered my life. um, By far my favorite song on the album. There was a good three to four of them from this album that made made it to my top 85. Mm -hmm. But this one was my favorite and uh, I hope Mike enjoys the production value. That seems to be his only criticism of this album.
0: Oh, call that boy
1: Nova Kane. Nova Kane. <laughs> Nice. This song is so buried in this album, deep cut. I like to call uh-huh. it. It's not a single, but coming out of like some pretty awesome tracks. Like, those first six tracks great. are really, really good, except for American Beauty American Psycho. The <laughs> <laughs> song, um, song is trash. Tra- tracks three through six are great. Yes. And then it comes to this one, and you're like, okay, this is a verse. This is, a, a, this a is verse. like a good ditty? Yeah, this is a verse. And then, like, like okay, this is kind of a cool little 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 pre-chorus here. And then all of a sudden, like, when the chorus hits, especially when you don't listen to the song for a long period of time. I've been listening to it a hundred times now. Yeah. But this
0: chorus carries it quite a lot a
2: damn
0: good chorus doesn't Panic at the Disco have a song called Novocaine from last year it's called Nicotine Nicotine that's what it is (laughs) 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 my mistake
1: wrong band Mike. (laughs) so I swear to God if you listen to this song and it becomes part of your life you will be moving every time
0: you hear this chorus Mm -hmm. that's a damn good chorus too I I I can hear that translating well live too
1: I wonder I really wonder and like I said back in January Pete Wentz somehow entered into my brain
0: yeah uh,
1: tapped into the part of me that A enjoys uh, all-star hockey
0: yeah
1: um, B enjoys having sex with Ashley Wentz C formerly enjoys uh, the Chicago Cubs since they played at the opening day of the yes. Cubs and subsequently gave them a very good season Whew. good for and you Pete and then Wentz. you know on top of that there was this album that came out in January yes. that I know he writes all the lyrics. I can't say like the lyrics are
0: incredible by any means.
1: yeah, but you give them, you hand them over to Patrick Stump, and he finally did a good job.
0: Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> mumble anymore
1: Because <laughs> this is I mean, this isn't just like a producer made this hook. This, you can tell that this was made by Patrick Stump.:
0: Yeah Patrick, Patrick Stump does have a way with uh, songwriting that he just knows like it will stick with people. You know, that's why that's why the that's why Fallout Boy is you know where they are today. Yes.
1: And I yeah. hope that's why they've lost a lot of their old fans. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Cuz man, do
0: the old fans hate this album. Yes. 12-year-olds yeah. got to grow up eventually, right? And 12 12- yeah. and the only thing 12-year-olds want is the same album over and over again. This is a good song. Yeah, the whole like
1: this is a black Risky, mass song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like whoa, they're,
0: they're getting angry. They're getting political. <laughs> they're getting like rise Against stuff. In here. I know that's the <laughs> pussy riot stuff.
1: <laughs> nice. So let's just you know one more chorus here. Let it sink in. Mm-hmm. Let it sink in for the listener. Who maybe probably hasn't heard this song because I don't know. I don't like this band on Facebook.
0: <laughs> you don't want you don't want people to know.
1: I don't want them to to know that I like this band. <laughs> it's hard enough clicking like for. Some forty-one, <laughs> right?
0: You know, I didn't—I didn't, I didn't uh, dislike this album, as you know, going into it. Because you know, I, as, as much as you try to uh, separate that from your mind going to a record, sometimes you can't help but have like preconceived no- notions, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, I went into this, I was like expecting to hate it, and I, you know, had a good time with it. So that's—that's that's, that's, me too. It's a good me thing. Me too. You too, Adam. Oh. Good job, Patrick ah. Stump. Thank you, guys. Drew. For
1: I knew. That song was going to be in my top 10 oh, of way back in January, and it stood the test of time. Yeah. <laughs> There's other songs where I really thought we were going to make it to my top 12 that did not. Mm-hmm. That was the one that definitely made it the entire year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> January through December. <laughs> All right. So All right. what number
0: are we on? Nine?
1: We are on, yes. I think we're on nine. Okay, cool. My number nine.
0: All right. So number nine for me uh, comes from my best album of the year. Best. So, Death Cab. Yeah, it's definitely a Death Cab so song. It's... it's
1: I, I think you already told us what your favorite song was it what was on that album.
0: I didn't play it last week.
1: You didn't play it, but I think you might have mentioned it i too. I did mention it so for it's sure either
0: I knew it would be this one yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little wanderer, wanderer. <sighs> it's, oh, it's such a fantastic, beautiful um sad song even, even though it's so not sad. a breakup song it's it's more of like a a a, a, a long distance relationship yes. song.
1: You sent a photo out a window of Tokyo. You
0: know, it's about it's about it's about a young man who, you know, either gets letters or talks to somebody long distance who's yes. constantly traveling, kind of like you know an actress would, like, or a, so a famous actress. Who like, you know, if you're to a famous be in a lot of
1: movies, <laughs> they're often in Tokyo, not hanging out with their husbands.
0: You know, and, and it's just that longing to want to be with that person, mm-hmm. and getting that feeling that they don't feel the same way yes and it's a very he's somber like, won't song you
1: come back to me won't you come back yeah it's almost like he's oblivious to the fact that she's doing her life yeah and moving on from him yes and he's just saying like i can't wait till you come home i'm waiting for you so yeah. much i'm gonna write a song about how you know, much i miss in here.
0: in the song the couple in question do eventually embrace in the baggage claim yes and you know so the, so the song itself has a happy ending but you know there's a lot of real life undertones to um uh, ben Gibbard's life uh, to this song and it's so sad and you know you you feel for him especially if you know his real life drama going on and it's just a it's just such an empathetic song that you listen to and it's really well it's well played too like the the guitar riff is really good the uh ooh, brownies <laughs> the guitar riff is really good you know the keyboards are so simple yeah the keyboards are very subtle throughout the whole song too and the and you can hear such a sadness in his voice when he's singing, and it's just a beautiful song to listen to.
1: This song did make my top 27.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I do know that. Um,
1: yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you wouldn't even expect this was a Death Cab song. It's oh, always yeah. like nothing on any of their previous albums. Yeah, this the whole Kintsugi, so like,
0: different. you know, there's a lot of songs on Kintsugi like they've never done before. They, they, this is a very ex- experimental album for them, songwriting-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to, It's yeah it's so beautiful the dual guitars here on the chorus too and the choruses keep building and building right. uh, it, here's, this is the second guitarist, and they're just incorporating the second guitar into there it's, it's, it's beautiful I, gotta, and gotta I love the lyric videos yeah the lyric, li- lyric videos are really great it's just words going across the ocean yes. you know as if it's you know the figurative and, ly- and, yes. and literal there's
1: a lot of distance yeah. between us so that yeah it's mean. so weird because I feel like I've listened to this album so much and invested so much of my fantasy world into De Chanel. Right. I almost feel like I know these people. Yes. <laughs> so, like I feel connected <laughs> to, that, to this even more so because of that.
0: It's, 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 it's creepy and beautiful. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you notice the symbolism of the buildings crumbling
0: yeah. during this lyric video. Exactly, I yeah. I mean, that. the symbolism is, is, <clears throat> is so heavy. Mm-hmm. And the metaphors are so heavy in this one, yeah. you know? And that someone's got to be me. You know, every time I listen to this record and Little Wanderer comes on, like, I, without fail, like, I, my eyes well up, I choke up. You know, I'm trying not to do it right now because I'm providing commentary right. for you fine I'm folks. sure you have
1: felt this way. Oh, God. In said relationship. Yeah. Right. No,
0: I, th- I, th- I think it's it's something that we've all been related to, you know? You know, when someone's so yes. far away and all you want is for them to come back to you. And it's, it's a very relatable and just a som- somber song, you know? And, a, and at least in the song, it has a happy ending, so mm-hmm. you you, can, you don't have to cry the whole way, just you know halfway through it. <laughs> yeah, so Great listen song. to "Little Wanderer" by Death Cab for Cutie. W- would you say it's your favorite track on the album? It's definitely my favorite track. on one track. Yeah.
1: I would have a hard time picking the favorite one.
0: Oh, I definitely had one because when yeah. uh, you know when I was listening to all of them, I always write notes on uh, you know what my favorite songs are. I think like six of them from that album from Kitsugi made that list and sifting through that alone was really hard, let alone placing right. it on this on this list. Right. Originally this like my first draft of this list is this like number four. Uh, so I bumped it down wow. to number nine because there nine? are a lot more okay. songs coming.
1: So I'm leaving the pop punk
0: element here. For good or for um, now?
1: Definitely in you know Our Last Night, Man Overboard, Fallout Boy, Canadian Softball. <laughs> none of the following <laughs> bands will sound like any of those bands. Okay. So, this next track definitely goes with the Death Cab vibe. But first, Ooh. I want to talk a little bit about December 12th, oh. 2015. My. Mike and I discussed how we went to a show. Yes. Called uh, the Dance Gavin Dance 10-Year Anniversary I Show. I remember that. There was a lot going on at that show. Okay. Um, Mike and I, we, we enjoyed watching Strawberry Girls. We for like enjoyed. five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything was dark for everybody before Dance Gavin Dance. Yes. Um, there was no lighting on anybody for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see Dayshell. Oh, God, that was awful. That was pretty bad. <laughs> that was that not was a band
0: that we should listen to ever again. That was one of the douchiest performances, too. Um, yeah. And then they were like flipping off the light guy. I don't yeah. know what was going on. What the fuck?
1: You could tell there's been some drama on this tour mm. as they reached the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, then a little band called, uh, what, Slaves? Slaves. Slaves. We Mike dragged me up to the fucking front of the freaking venue. We didn't
0: last that long, but I we got there. I didn't want to be up there. No. I wanted
1: to watch from the back, where we had watched Day Shell from. But nope, there I was. We asked right, you politely. Right in Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Frutus <laughs> Johnny, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Craig's Crotchal Regions. Yes. Um, you can almost smell the heroin. I know. Um, an okay set. Yes, pretty Definitely. good. Okay, I could... The, the sound quality was not as good for Slaves as it was for Dance Gavin Dance. I was worried. I'm like, oh, God, I hope Dance Gavin Dance's sound quality yes. is not this good. Um, Dance Gavin Dance came on. Mike, again, wanted to stay up front. Um, I love that band, man. We uh, got that, caught up in the mosh pit right away. it did not last long. <laughs> um, I remember being picked up off my feet <laughs> and being pushed. Like I was crowd surfing without actually crowd surfing. Oh. I went forward a good... 10 to 15 feet. Nice. Without hitting the ground. I was like, wee! <laughs> that was <laughs> and fun. I'm, and I'm laughing. I'm just having a great time. And somehow I kept on looking behind me because you guys were behind me majority of the time. Yes. And then all of a sudden I looked behind me and uh, there was no Mike and Tiffany. Oh, God. Because <laughs> at one point the, uh, the mosh pit expanded and then I was there standing next to nobody. I was oh. by myself in the middle of the mosh pit. I was so la, worried about you, man. A la Warp Tour 2012.
0: Correct. At Bless the fall. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, and so I ended up running to the
0: left and there I stayed, looking for you guys for the rest of the evening. Yeah, like for like three songs, like Tiffany and I kept like looking back, like, Oh god, where's Adam? He's missing yes. this. He's missing so, this. Why isn't he here? They're gonna play rock solid And then they played rock
1: solid <laughs> and I knew Mike was screaming in his pants. Yeah. I enjoyed that song.
0: I got to sing the bridge with a very, uh, with a very pretty yet butch lesbian girl. Butch lesbian. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I enjoyed watching it, even though I know it's still not one of my favorite dance Gavin dance songs. Yeah. But the fact that they did it, the fact that they brought out everybody for that song was great. Oh my god. Um. And then best the three, encore ever. The three part medley. I mean, first okay. First they did the Kurt Travis stuff. Yes. They played a couple of songs off of Happiness. Two. Yes. And oh, they then, played
0: one off self title, which is yes. rock solid, and then one song off of Happiness. Right. And then. And then Johnny's. Johnny came out and yes. did some downtown
1: Battle Mountain stuff. Yes. And then all three of them were there. For the which, encore. Which, which song was that? That, that was of off of
0: Happiness. It was, uh...
1: What excuses do you make
0: uh, three I can't remember together. the song of it, yeah.
1: So perfect. Oh, no, it was the it. opening track. Yes, that's um, what it was, yes. I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but the first track on Happiness. And then... Unfortunately, the show had to end. I was mm. still like, I, I know when it's a band that I like because I still have energy. Yeah. Even after being bounced around, everybody. Yeah. I wasn't tired th- one bit. I was thirsty, <laughs> like, but not play tired. More. <laughs> um, then I finally found you guys. Yes. Like at the end, and Mike got in line. Yes. To uh to to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. And what happened next, Mike?
0: Well, first the shirt was that I wanted was sold out in my size. So I was like, no, that's oh, true. I was really disappointed because like that was such a that was such an amazing show. I wanted the tour shirt. Yes. to commemorate the night and I was like ah oh, I couldn't get it. So we stayed in line and uh Mr. All of a sudden, Mr. Johnny we Craig. We see a
1: little uh, little ginger guy come walking up. Yeah. And like, oh that guy, that guy looks like he's he's seen life. <laughs> he's seen he's seen a <laughs> he's lot seen of life. He's seen a lot of things. Yes. He's stolen <laughs> um, <laughs> from fans. He's probably who had a lot of drugs besides Johnny Craig is yes. literally within 3 feet from us. Yes. And mentally though, like miles away. Mentally he was gone. You yeah. could tell Like a motherfucker that he was high. Not just on weed. On something. And that wasn't heroin, because heroin knocks you out.
0: Yeah. That was
1: full on meth. That was meth. That was full on meth. Cool. he was just like... Hey, Hey man, why are you being so mean to these guys? And then then remember what the the merch guy from Dance Gavin Dance said. He's like,
0: if you want a shirt, stay in my line. If If you you want to meet meet Johnny, Johnny... Get in the other line. Hey man, why are you being so mean to these people?
1: I know. So <laughs> he's signing stuff and everything. At one point, I literally saw him take the sharpie, and when he was <laughs> when he was going to take a take a picture with the girl, he puts the sharpie underneath the girl's <laughs> nose, right next to him. He's like, there you go. <laughs> what the hell, <laughs> oh Johnny? Craig? And, you know he's twitchy. He's just like he's scratching him, his. He's hair, picking at his face. Picking at his face, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, this guy is is rock star all the way. Oh god. This guy is alive somehow.
0: <laughs> He's being held together with like duct tape and string.
1: Yes. And I was and then like you went up and you, you what'd you
0: do? How oh did, how did you finagle
1: this picture thing?
0: I don't know. I say, like, hey man, hey Johnny, great set. May we have a picture? Did you
1: ask him where the money was? Where was the money that I gave you? Where was the money
0: that I gave you? <laughs> <laughs> do you still have the money that I gave you earlier? Right.
1: And then tiffany was going to take a picture for you yeah. i was like standing away because i was too nervous i know i'm like okay the usually dude's like, i'm the nervous one the dude is high as fuck and i just i, I just want to want to get out of here <laughs> and then tiffany's like I'm getting in there I'm like okay and i run over and then johnny puts his sweaty sweaty arm around Ugh. my neck <laughs> and, and we he, take
0: a beautiful picture yeah and he gave us this nice little smirk too so you know why not yeah. He looks great in the picture. He does. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: never guessed that dude was 6 years young, younger than me. Yeah, he looks
0: 16 <laughs> years older than
1: both of us. But there's one of one of our rock icons, right? Yeah. Despite
0: despite, despite whatever is going on in his personal, personal life, life,
1: he is definitely somebody that we are drawn to. Yes. So, are um, big
0: fans of his art and uh, you know, not so much his personal life or his right. ego. So,
1: so, getting
0: back to my list.
1: Yes. Kind of kind of
0: Oh sorry. <laughs> so Well I know what the band you're talking about. It was a great good story. Great
1: set. Yeah. Um a great time. I know I did not mind that anybody was um high, drunk, whatever, because <laughs> everybody was high, drunk, or whatever.
0: It's a dance gavin dance show.
1: It was really kind of scary at times. And but what did I say to Johnny Craig while we were leaning on him?
0: The LaCube sessions were great. And that led me into... The LaCube Sessions.
1: The LaCube Sessions by one Mr. Johnny Craig. Oh, interesting. This song... Stand. Is so not the person that we took the picture with. I know. Isn't
0: that weird? <laughs> the R&B album. Listen to this, man. I know. This is an R B album, solo album by Johnny Craig. He's released a couple of these.
1: There's only a couple of good songs on this cp even though i told him it was great yes but this song stand is the simplicity a great of song. just the electric guitar behind it and you can hear the plucking of the notes like, oh yeah that's how soft it is balancing balancing with the syllables
0: yes yeah. voice it's almost like a metronome you know it goes off like a metronome he it's says, great
1: don't be scared you can you can hear the 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 chord change on the, beow, the guitar beow. so it's like and, of course, I'd been listening to this song a lot on my best of list. And then we met Johnny Craig, had a different impression of the guy, oh. and then had to go back to listening <laughs> to these songs after that impression that of Johnny Craig. Did that diminish
0: the song for you at all?
1: I thought it would. And okay. initially it did. But the more I listened to it, because I knew it was still a good song, so mm-hmm. I moved it on to the next round and then kept on listening to it, it was still it's still a great song, despite anything else. Okay. Despite I think, like...
0: Everything else. If he was to rewrite this song, he'd make an amazing slave song. Possibly. Yeah. Very possible. But I I think it's great. Like, just like you said, with the simplicity of it, it it is is great, especially with the message, you know, the message of, like, uh, you being there for somebody. Right.
1: And you're just sitting there saying, like, don't fucking die, because I know how much talent you have. Yeah, and when you see the dude in person, you're thinking,
0: "What a waste!" That's just a homeless guy. Yeah, it's like, oh man, it's a young homeless, wasted talent. You know. And then
1: you're like, why would a homeless guy have such a beautiful voice
0: <laughs> that he could be in an R and B? It's just like that uh, the man with the golden voice, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese,
1: <laughs> but so much better than anything Tyler Carter has ever done. Oh, <laughs> I don't know where you feel Johnny Craig's voice falls in with Tyler Carter's voice. I think Johnny
0: Craig is a much better singer than okay. Tyler Carter. As I think Tyler I. Carter is not as versatile as Johnny Craig. Even though I do like his voice, I do like his songwriting and yeah. things like that. But I think Johnny Craig is a much better. We all care, Johnny. Oh. Clean. Clean yourself up. He Take can't. a shower.
1: He can't at this point, which gave me a whole different impression as to why... All the bands were so pissed off Mm. leading up to Dance Gavin Dance because they'd been on tour with these guys Mm. for two solid months, Mm. and
0: obviously he's having some issues. Also, a sexual harassment allegation this year, too. Well, that was years ago. That was this (laughs) year. (laughs) For him, it was years ago. (laughs) Oh, sure, yeah. Again, he's miles away in his head. Um, Got him kicked off a Warp Tour because of this? Got kicked off a Warp Tour, and... um,
1: the fact that this tour actually made it all the way through, yes, with these guys still wanting to perform on stage, yeah, wanting to be in the same place with each other.
0: At one point there was a there was a there was a venue, I can't remember what state it was in, but uh where they played uh that song on slaves with T- Tillian Pearson on? Yes. Yeah, Winter Everywhere? Yes. Yeah, Tillian Pearson came on during the Slave sets and they and they did that song together. And awesome. I was and I was like, "Oh my god, I saw that on YouTube. You should mm-hmm. play that now." And yes. I, they didn't. Um, yeah.
1: Well, all it tells me to do is just keep supporting Johnny Craig even during his downtimes, And, I, you know, I'm, I'm a fanboy now. Yes. And especially when I like his freaking solo stuff and mm-hmm. it's number eight best song of the year. Right. It's like, there's no turning back now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're all in. But what's great is that... If he's you know, selling a MacBook, you're going to buy it. <laughs> yes. But what's
1: I feel like what's great is that we can take a picture with him and then leave. We didn't have... To stay and be, yeah, his we didn't have to be fangirls. family, yeah. or his tour mates, yeah. or his band, or anything <laughs> like that. You're like you know, they are the ones that are yeah. much angrier. It's kind of like when you're,
0: it's kind of like when you're babysitting like like a really good kid, and you know, like yes. all kids are like assholes sometimes. So like, it's, he's like, oh, you're a great kid. You get to leave at one some point, <laughs> you know? Yes.
1: <laughs> um, so, it, it wasn't the best Lacube sessions, but when I told him the Lacube sessions ruled you meant He's, this song I, I meant specifically this song yeah. and he even told me in my ear he was just like I really appreciate that man I like getting some feedback on my solo stuff oh cool he said like, that to you? yeah he That's totally awesome. said that to me while, while Tiffany was taking the picture huh. I mean it was in a faster pace, Bro. you know like messy sort
0: of way but I I, I was just like oh he was doing my, my solo stuff I, I really appreciate it man it feels great <laughs> I was like wow. alright thanks for all the sweat <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that man I'm gonna go shower three times <laughs> That's an interesting story. Yeah, so uh, thank you for the story. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that song. That's, that's, I
1: figured we had to talk about the show leading yeah. up to that. I know it's a sidetrack.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fine. You, you know, I, 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 I did, you know, the, the, the Cube Sessions itself was, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I, that's, that is a good standout song. You get it? Standout. Ah. <laughs> All right, so speaking of lead singers who have had a very troublesome personal life, Ooh. my number eight, this is? Is uh from a uh, is a uh, from an album that was, that also made my. Uh, this makes
1: me kind of nervous. Oh boy,
0: going with uh, questionable lead singers. Questionable lead singers. No sure. one particular
1: one yes. who ended up on your best ofs list. That's is true. That who you're talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. So uh, this but. this is basically it, this most surprising song of the year Ooh. also goes with the most surprising album of the year yes <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and just get into that song this song this is the song that actually made me raise my eyebrows at Falling Universe this wow. is Guillotine 4 the final chapter yes.
1: this was the track that I played when I talked about them on the Correct. Honorable Mentions episode
0: yes. Um yeah this you? song gets me so fucking pumped, regardless of who's singing, who the band is. Right. This is a goddamn good song. And oh my God, awesome. God, I just want to fucking mosh everything right now.
1: I, I can't remember how you put it on Facebook when the song came out, and you like you, you shared it with me or shared it on our skinny page <laughs> right. or something like that, and you're just like, oh my God, I like this. Like, I think What's wrong with me? The world is coming to an end. <laughs> yes. And this end? was February. I mean, right. well, no, the, the song came out in like... January, right? Something like that. Very early in the year. Yeah, so and it's still a good
0: chorus too. Oh, I mean, you, you, you said it, you said it best when we OTP this full album. Yes. Like Johnny Craig knows how to write a fucking. I mean, not, sorry, uh, Ronnie Radke <laughs> The other, Radke the other knows how to write a fucking hook. And damn it, this is evidence of that. It's a damn, it's genuinely a great song. Yes.
1: Good God. Now whether it's a good or bad hook is another question. But we always knew that it, they were hooks, and sometimes yeah. they were really <laughs> sometimes
0: bad. they're bad hooks. In this case, it's a great hook. And
1: I remember listening to it, too, not expecting to believe you. I was like, oh, my God, Mike and I are going
0: to be at opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, Mike, he's being sarcastic again, you know? Then you remember
1: that every guillotine song is great. That's true, yeah, regardless if
0: it's Ronnie or Craig Mabbitt singing it. Yes. And
1: then you remember there's a whole bunch of other songs in this album that are going to let you down. Oh. But then February rolled around, which was a very difficult month for you. True. And maybe this was just a good release for you. This is what you needed. You know, I was, Some hope.
0: Like I said, I just I, I wasn't expecting anything from this. Right. I was like, oh, we'll have one great song, and I'm going to poo-poo everything else. <laughs> nope. Number 10 best album of the year. Yeah. And
1: I'm... <laughs> I haven't talked to a lot of people that have heard this album. Oddly
0: enough, interesting.
1: All the fan girls and people that really like Falling in Reverse, We're still was, listening to oh, Fashionably I ha- Late. I haven't heard just like you yet, but Fashionably Late was like the greatest album of 2014.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Or 2013, no. whatever it came <laughs> it out. It was 2013. Like you should listen to my podcast. Oh, I love that breakdown.
1: Oh, it's great. I'm gonna miss Jackie Vincent on the next. Oh yeah, Falling in Reverse this just gonna go
0: back to Fashionably Late shit now. Yeah, so uh, we'll Guillotine see. 4 we'll by Falling in Reverse. Go listen to it.
1: He just did the right thing by doing his rap stuff over here. Yes. And his metal stuff over here. True. Keep them separate, guys. Got it. Nobody Keep Nobody
0: wants to listen to that crap. <laughs> Unless you're 12. <laughs> Unless you're 12. And you have no music taste. <laughs> All right.
1: So, my next one. Definitely an album that we thought we were going to like. An album that both of us did like. Ooh. Um, this, by far, was the standout track on the album, in my opinion. Okay. Maybe Mike would disagree with me if this was the standout track to him, but um, definitely looking forward to it. Definitely one of the most anticipated albums of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, this one bounced around on my list. It, it started out at number 12, and then I listened to it more and more and more, and then I, I listened to it while reading the lyrics, Okay. and that's what bumped it up Ooh. to number 7. A meaningful song. I think we don't have to listen to all four minutes and 50 seconds of it, but
0: it's just great. Oh, Hawthorne Heights, Bury My Bones at Crystal Cove, a great closer to a fantastic EP.
1: Like, I kept on thinking when I was listening to the song that I only really, really love the bridge. Okay. And we'll get to the bridge in a minute. But when I listened to it while reading the lyrics, yeah. for some reason, like the guitar riff, like just that chugga, 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 mm-hmm. with the lyrics and everything, which I guess I hadn't paid attention to the lyrics, like brought on the darkness of this song oh, so yeah. much heavier. And I was like, this is not the number twelve song. Yeah, right, exactly. This is better than Novocaine. this is better than Stan. This is better than Barricades. Um you know, and and even even the the chorus I never felt was super, like, awesome. It's still a good chorus. But the more I listen to it, it's all, it's all just about, you know, burying myself after I die. Yeah. And scatter my ashes in places I love.
2: My rise in a national park. Bury my body. My heart down just crystal
0: Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Uh, great closer to a, an EP called Hurt. Yes. You know, a whole concept, you know, a whole trilogy of a concept thing. Great thing. And, but, and also the best thing about this, another another highlight about this, is that at the very end of the song, shout out to all three EPs.
1: Exactly. So that's why I was saying we probably don't need to listen to all of that right, like, Yeah. the last minute and a half. Maybe. The bridge definitely needs to be highlighted The bridge is so fucking good. And they even, I mean, they talk about this song a fair amount on the podcast. Yes.
0: Which has been great. And like they even...
1: Like, the guitar player had... Shout
0: out to Hawthorne Heinz Explains It All. Right. Subscribe now on YouTube.
1: The, uh, the guitar player still had the original demo version that when he came up with the bridge, yeah. like, separate from the rest of the song, and he had recorded it on his phone. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, this is what I do all the time. Whenever I have an idea, just hit record on the phone, start playing it, yeah. and it eventually turns into a song. Like, nice. I mean, they talk about just their songwriting process
0: a lot. I mean, it's a way to do it. Great.
1: And so he played it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I forgot how good of a fucking bridge this Yeah. and then the more I listened to it the more I kept on hearing the demo version it's like this really stands out a lot
0: yeah yeah and it's so
1: different this is nothing like any of three High song this is like nothing they've ever written before it's nothing like
0: 2005 2007 yeah but it homages little whispering vocals JT being himself being himself Get that autism spectrum. <laughs> I kid, he's a good guy. Mm. So heavy. I don't think. And not even stuff on They've Zero never, is heavy. Never done anything that good. Yeah. <laughs> Their entire discography is. That's right, right. That is the
1: best fucking bridge. Ever. yeah it's so, so good it's, it's like really good this has to be higher on my list than number 12. <laughs> it's been like three
0: weeks since i've listened to hurt but like oh my god like listen just like makes me want to like listen to the whole thing again it's so good it's only eight tracks long uh, why did we get a hurt lp so another question is if we really want to try to
1: go to the show on this this three-headed monster or oh that monster they're, they're playing the entire reform
0: Were only album That's which right. i know is your favorite well, yeah, well, Hurt's my favorite now, as well
1: as songs from Hurt and yes. Peyton Hope and like all their stuff. Um, so you know, we can look into the dates. Who's on who's, who's, who's the on there? Ataris? Oh, that's right. I don't, and, I don't like them. Uh, uh, like three other bands. It's five oh, okay. all Together, and what's interesting is that they're not doing a set lineup every night. They're trading off. Like sometimes Hawthorne Heights will open the show. Oh, sometimes they'll end the show. Sometimes. They're doing a
0: warp Tour thing, huh? Yeah, so
1: it's they're all flipping it around just to like keep it interesting.
0: That's cool. So we'll look into that. Since I
1: know if only you were lonely is your favorite album from them, until her not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Second I, favorite. Part album. of me was thinking like we should check that out, and I'm waiting patiently for them to answer my email oh, because yeah, they sorry. haven't done a podcast in the last two weeks, mm. which is There's gathering
0: the best questions, Adam. That's what they're doing. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, so we're gonna round out the end of this episode with my number seven. And I kind of forgot what it was, but <laughs> let me go down to my YouTube playlist. But I'm pretty sure it's a pretty good song. Oh, I know what this is. It's not falling uh, in reverse I No, I was just talking Ooh. about this. Winter everywhere. Winter everywhere. Uh, this is the uh, this is the standout track in my opinion uh, from Slaves, our second album. We were just talking about Johnny Craig, and uh, standout track of that album. Of that album, Definitely. yes. And what makes this a, a great track, besides how unique it is, and you know Johnny Craig's. Oh. Parts are great, but uh, get to
1: Johnny Craig. How can you be so tragic? I know You're <laughs> this such is, a waste. He's the definition of a hot mess. Yes, you yeah. know, <laughs> you
0: know, he's older than twenty eight, so he's, he's going to live forever. So, <laughs> yeah, Scott uh, But uh, what makes this song a, a great standout is that it features uh, the current lead singer of Dance Gavin Dance. Right. So the old singer of Dance Gavin Dance what started a new band had, called Slaves.
1: If we had stuck around long enough, we could have met him. That's a great and guitar those, riff. Like I love that. The the awesomest other parts of this song, yeah, is coming up right mm-hmm.
0: here. You know, I also wanted to choose the uh, who who breaks the breakers or whatever that song is, but Spencer Chamberlain was on. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, who I, I have the saviors. Yeah, that's, who saves the saviors? That's what it is. And, you know, I, I I compared those two songs side by side, and uh, this song is definitely, yeah, this uh, song is notch superior. above, far superior. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, there was there was a handful of well there wasn't that many slave songs that made my list there, I think yeah. there was three yeah I course. mean this
0: album was kind of disappointing anyway yeah. so.
1: but remember like the first eight tracks were great yeah they were <laughs> first seven out of eight were really really yeah. good except for the Garrett rap yeah for that track <laughs> uh, it was just the end of the album that
0: fell so flat Oof, yeah very flat if it had just been ten, ten you know songs. with the exception of Winter Everywhere of course yeah, yeah.
1: no but this is like track eight. Was oh, it? Yeah. I thought it was like 10 or something. No, no this is, this is, from here on, the album kind of, oh, takes right. a little bit of a different. Oh, that's right. You're right, you're right. But there's, there's still like two or three good songs thrown into the last, what, you know, six. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. It's great when like, dual vocalists are on a song and they incorporate each other's vocals really well and they do a great medley and they, you know, they work off each other. Yeah. It's definitely the case for this one, you know. You can tell that they're friends. Are they now? Who knows? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't give a shit about Johnny Craig's <laughs> personal life anymore. <laughs> is there a
1: reason they stopped playing the song live? Oh, I know. That's such that's, that's, that's,
0: that's a tragedy we didn't hear this live. I would have loved to hear it live. That would have been great.
1: Just so that Tillian can warm up while yeah. singing this
0: song. Exactly, right? I and mean, what would have been great, it, what's great about the song too is that like it builds, it continues to build up until, bam! back to the days in my
2: car Where we sang the loudest by far
0: no Johnny Craig but that's a you know I pretend to be every time this song comes every time this time I hear this song it's a great song
1: alright so does this round out this rounds out this
0: one? week's episode yay Just let us so, keep playing oh sure it's, it's alright so, there we go <laughs> so yeah that, that was our top 12 to 7 best songs 2015 you guys are gonna have to tune in next week on January whatever that day is 11th 11th to listen to track, track 6 through 1 uh, and you know these these are some great songs we listened to today, but uh, oof, best, best of the, best, of the best, are best are coming very soon, guys. Will there
1: be any overlap?
0: Oh, <laughs> there was none on this one. <laughs> right, but uh, we'll we'll Will see what Mike happens. Will Mike choose
1: barricades as his number one song? I'm pretty maybe. sure it's
0: Novocaine by uh, okay. by Fall Out Boy. <laughs> 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 it's still number nine. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So tune in next week. Uh, please give us some of your feedback. We'd love to hear what are your, what are some of your favorite songs of the year. Uh, you know, any genre. You know, regardless if we heard it here or not. Uh, let us know what you guys heard. Uh, thought of this uh, of this episode. And if you are listening to us on Monday, please tune in to our Facebook page throughout the week, and I am going to be posting a playlist of all the songs that you guys heard today. Sans commentary, so you guys can mm. just enjoy the songs yes. on their own.
1: Great mixtape for the year. Mm-hmm. This is what we would give to the hot girl that we're trying to seduce. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, this, this is me, yeah, 2015.
0: Yeah. Mm, this is just a slice of my life, girl. Right, girl. Mm. We are the John
1: Cusack <laughs> of this generation.
0: So for my co-host, Adam, I am your co-host, Mike. This is the uh, first episode of 2016, guys. So we hope you guys, you know, we you hope this is a you know, step in the right direction, right? We hope for another great year. Hope for another great year. So we'll see you guys next week. And we'll see you Monday morning, if not getting...